Hello, everybody. It's Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you just after the end of the third Ma- uh, Dallas Mavericks Los Angeles Clippers playoff game. The Mavericks fell despite a couple of attempts at a late rally, one thirty to one twenty-two. I'll just kick it to Josh immediately. Josh, um, let's just get to the story of the game. Yeah, uh, Luca. Luca got hurt, and Luca didn't look good before that, and. It's it's a shame because, as someone pointed out in my mentions, this is the third straight game the Mavericks have played without KP, one of KP or Luca for the fourth quarter, which is like absolutely bizarre to think about. But um, it was tough. Uh, I noticed early in the game, Luca did not look like Luca uh, yeah. in the first half. Um, he was missing shots near the rim he normally makes. He was making really sloppy passes to the corner, which are normally like, that's his thing. Really crisp, tight passes to the corner. Um, He was making weird decisions at the basket, whether it was not shooting, missing, you know, making a pass. Um, He had Zubak on him twice in an isolation setting and both times settled for a three without really doing too much with the ball. Um, so right off the bat in the first quarter, second quarter, something seemed off. Uh, I noticed he tweaked his ankle, I think once, maybe even twice in this, in that first half, nothing like serious. He just, you know, that's Luca. He gets, he gets bagged up every single game. So, uh, that's just kind of his deal, but it was enough to where I was like, man, you know, it kind of happened in games one and two also where he kind of was tweaking that ankle or, or messing with it. I was like, eventually, like just structurally, it's it's going to give out of it, like, and that's that's what happened, uh, unfortunately. Uh, it, it's a shame because I think the Mavericks are down two one, but they haven't lost a game by you know, they haven't lost a game by twenty plus. They haven't looked outclassed in any of these games. Uh, they are just up against it, man, with a shorthanded roster. Their stars have been one of their top two players is gets kicked out of a game for ticky tack technical foul their other franchise player sprains an ankle it's it's tough i'm not mad because i think the mavericks played hard and i think they responded well to the clippers challenge generally broadly but there's only so much you could do like there's only so much you can do to overcome all the bad stuff that happened to them in this game it was it was almost insurmountable so i'm i'm honestly pretty okay with them only losing this game by eight points like that's that there's no moral victories in the playoffs but that says something i think yeah yeah and not enough is going to get talked about how bad luca looked before anything happened that little kerfuffle the kerfuffle with mantras harrell was at first we were pretty excited about it but and i am i'm excited that the mavericks are getting a little feisty but he looked off even before that his touch was gone like it, it that's the first time I've seen Luca take a punch and not punch back in a way that was actually all that, you know, effective. He had, he had a, I don't want to call it an empty stats, triple double, but it's one of those triple doubles where I'm, it it just, it wasn't super effective. Now I will say the Clippers were doing some different stuff on him. Kawhi Leonard was a lot, was doing a lot more freelancing. And when, you know, who was somebody said that Luca seeing ghosts out there, which, when Kawhi, like Kawhi Leonard's a pretty big freaking ghost uh, to be hunting <laughs> around. You know, there were, there were, there was one, you know, attempted past the corner where I thought Lucas should have, should have 
thought shot a, like a you know one of his over the top layups uh and and instead he tried to pass to Seth in the corner and Kawhi just just takes it out of the air so there's you know the clippers are and this is this was the first game where i've really thought that this was what we had expected of the clippers in the sense of a lot of swarming defense so like when you put you know, Luca being just slightly off all around with their ramped up intensity, it was really, it was really a disaster in the making. And I don't, I'm not sure what else to really say about that. I, it looked, I'm, I'm this looked like, yeah, this looked like a Clippers team that watched film of games one and two and was like, okay, we this can't keep keep happening. Like, yeah. It looked like Doc Rivers and the coaching staff was like, we are not going to lose this series because we're getting burned by Reggie Jackson and Lou Williams and Landry Shamit. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it was a more remarkably different level of intensity and tactics. Like, as I wrote about earlier, the Mavericks were killing the Clippers in the first two games because they were hunting the weak links. I don't remember far too often Lou Williams or Reggie Jackson or Shamit. Uh, or Jamichael Green, or any of those kind of those guys being left uh, alone against Trey Burke, Seth Curry, or Luca. Like, yeah, the Clippers made sure those guy those bad defenders were on Maxi, Dorian, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, you know, Delon Wright. Uh, like they, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a big difference. Uh, they made sure that their bad defenders were on the guys that aren't going to hurt you uh, with the ball in their hands. And they made sure it seemed it felt like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard was on, uh, on the ball on on Burke on Luca on uh, on Seth, and they just seemed way more into it and just looked like a team. Like I said, they just looked like a team they didn't want to lose because of the three or four bad defenders they have on the roster. Like they're like, no, we're not we're not going down that way. And uh, yeah, they gave they gave they took the Mavericks way more seriously this game. I and there's also something to be said about the fact that a lot more of their guys were just making shots. I mean, I read something in our playoff preview about the fact that most of the guys were shooting north of 35% from three. And then you get a night like tonight with Reggie Jackson, two for four. The one Jermichael Green shot was one of one. You know, Marcus Morris was four of five. Like there was there was some really impressive work from the Clippers in that end. And you know, you pair that with just just poor enough maverick execution that's like the the thing that that really stood out to me i mean luca was getting cooked um porzingis has looked out of sorts defensively this entire time i don't know what it is he it, it it's i mean he it's it's been the entire time in the bubble not like the entire time versus the clippers uh it, some of his choices he gets stuck in no man's land a lot and i I don't know what he's supposed to do, but I just know that a guy that's this good of a rim protector is not protecting the rim very good, uh, very well. Excuse me. Um, he looked and, a steps. He looked like one step slow getting to mm-hmm. the rotation at the rim all night. Right, right. So we, you know, you pair. He did have an outstanding offensive game. Oh yeah, yeah he he thirty-four huge. points. He hit one bomb from from like near half court again. And it's just like when, when this guy's skill game is going, he's he's pretty, pretty preposterous. I really like his offensive game was a lot more fun to watch. Him and Luke had some pretty good connections. I mean, that's that, you know, he even tries some nice passes. That it's just this is this is why we didn't want to play the Clippers in no small part. And and I think, you know, 
we'll circle back to Luca's injury in the end because I think we'll be able to see some reporting in real time kind of about what they think and might know. But at a certain point, I, and now is that time, we're going to have to talk about the Mavericks role players not playing up to par. Uh, they were going to have to play outstanding to really make a difference in the series. And in game two, it was the guys off the bench. So your Trey Burks who were playing really well and Seth Curry as well. But the Mavericks starters role players, so your, your Maxi Kleba, your Tim Hardaway Jr., and your Dory Finney-Smith are just not, I don't know. Five of 19 from three, that, that trio combined. And you just can't have it. I mean, Maxi is one of 11 in the playoffs. And if yeah. you add that, if you add that to his time in the bubble, he is, where is it here? He is 13 of 44. Um, yeah. For the entire time they've been in Orlando. So like those eight games and such. And this is a guy who shot close to 40% on the season. And you know, that this is the sort of thing that you that we were concerned about because it's, you know, he's a Mac, it was an outlier year to the beginning. And, you know, it just he's not really been able to find that stroke. You pair that yep. with Dorian Finney or Dorian Finney Smith, who was also uh, pretty, pretty good coming in, um, you know, from the year. He was shooting like 38% from the floor. And I think, let me find his. He was 15 of 38. And so far uh, tonight, he hit. Uh, what did he hit here? One of five. One of five from three for one of, Dorian tonight. One of five plus he was four of 12. So that's five of 17, which is not terrible. That's been pretty good for the playoff. Like he's been pretty good, um, but it's pretty good against the team that's this talented in the Clippers just isn't going to cut it. And that like they, they've not, they've really... I don't know, a little bit better game from Porzingis, or not Porzingis, from Luka. You know, the Mavericks are right there. They're, this is just one of these games where the little things didn't add up well enough to a victory, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think all we're saying, if we get games one and two Luka, I think they win, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, I think they got just enough. They got Burke and Curry were both good again off the bench. Porzingis had an awesome night. Hardaway Jr. was not good, but he he showed at least a little something offensively. He found it. He found it once the game was over. I, I hate <laughs> yeah. to admit. I mean, he was bad for a yeah. good chunk of the game, and I don't. We we just got it. There there were missed layups. There were just times where he was really out of sorts. Yeah. I mean, the the Clippers really forced him, but I mean, he started the game pretty rough, and for a volume guy. He just, you know, his stat line looks great because he had a ton of points late. And he ended up shooting close to 50%, uh, you know, four of 10 from three. But at one point, he was like one of five. So, you know, it's yeah. like those sorts of things just really, they, if you're not going to play defense and then you're not hitting early enough on offense, it's like, this is just not, it's not enough. I mean, it's still good. It's just tough. Yeah. And for me, it, it <laughs> Kirk, am I vindicated for my, for my game one maxi post? So it's funny you posted that. And I got like three DMs from people being like, "Is he serious with this crap?" And I'm like, "A little calm A, a little calm B." I mean, the real <laughs> thing, the real thing is that Maxi Kleba cannot guard Kawhi Leonard, and that is not that's not Maxi's fault. No, he played. He gave a. I mean, all three games he is he has been contesting as well as anyone on this roster better better than anyone on this roster could contest. Yeah, uh, Kawhi, but Kawhi's. I said it in our playoff preview podcast. I said it in our written preview. He is these last two playoffs. He is like he is freaking Michael Jordan 2.0. And I know that sounds crazy, but it is like 
he is automatic in one-on-one situations right now, no matter who's guarding him. Yeah, and the Mavericks don't have – you can't really send a double at him because even though he's not a great passer in those situations, the way they keep getting these isolations uh, on the Mavericks is there was just nothing to be done because it was isolated to one side of the floor. And, you know, he might not be a great passer, but I promise you if there's, you know, one wide open guy on the other side, he's going to find it. I mean, there were a couple of passes uh, plays there where um, he was on the left wing. It's the second half and takes essentially a power dribble towards the middle. And Seth Curry leaves his guy just enough, and it was Landry Shamit, and they found it, and 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 he found him twice, if if, yeah. if memory serves. And it's like those sorts of things are really hard to stop. Yeah, it, quiet eight assists, which is it, a lot for him. It, it was, and he's because he's really not. He's not a great playmaker. Um, he sees things a little slowly, and that's not that's just not ever been a part of his game. And he's getting better at it as he gets gets older. I, yeah. So the, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what you do about him. Yeah, and it's that's why it's like so do you do you bring maxi off the bench and start seth and maybe you do the james harden thing where the mavericks just as soon as the ball crosses half court you send two people uh at Kawhi, and then you hope for the best and you ride your historic offense on the other end and yeah i'm being a little tongue-in-cheek because obviously like maxi has contributed in other areas besides the scoring but if he keep like well, you, he, but the, he can't keep shooting like like he's yes. gonna get Tony Allen's treatment before the season's over. I mean, he, I think he is over. at this yeah. point. They're not really guarding him, no. and and that's exactly right because if this has been this has been the discussion point, which I think a lot of people don't entirely understand. If the Mavericks go from being the number one offense in the league to the number five offense in the league. And they go. Their defense goes from seventeenth to fifteenth. They lose a heck of a lot more games. Yep, they do. I I don't know. This is tough. <laughs> so that's, this that's is... a tough call, though. Yeah, you're right. And well, I didn't they're... like. Uh, and then when you start, you know, I don't know. I feel like with Maxi off the bench, you just get a little bit more balance in terms of. I really did not like the Maxi Boban lineups tonight. That was kind of weird that uh, felt Mavericks, like trying to steal minutes in yeah. certain situations and there's just nobody left there's yeah, nobody I, left to play i think the mavericks played a lot of minutes tonight with two bigs on the floor and granted maxi and kleba are not you know they are both spacing bigs but if maxi's not shooting you know then he's not a space <laughs> maxi's not a spacing big anymore if if teams aren't treating him like like a stretch stretch big you know so right uh it's that's tough. Uh, he vis, vis, he missed. I think his last three he missed. Like he visibly put his like hands in the air and tilted his head back. And I feel for him because uh, he's obviously like he is busting his ass on defense and he's not getting the results. And I was almost wondering if Rick was going to make the change in the second half, but I think I think Rick realizes that Maxi's headspace is probably not great, and he need like even if Maxi isn't going to start, he needs the Mavericks need good Maxi, even if he's coming off the bench. So I wonder if Rick is just like trying to let him work his way, let him work it out on the on the floor because maybe if he benches him, that fucks with his head a little bit more. I don't right. know. That's that that stuff is me me on the couch, uh, yeah. armchair psychologist. But it it was tough. It was tough to see the spacing the Mavericks just didn't have because, like I said, like I knew I kind of knew it. Like the Clippers were like, man, like isn't that the like? Wouldn't that what you do too? Like. I'm gonna let Maxi. I'm gonna let Dorian Finney-Smith. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let these guys shoot as many. Like, 
I'm going to let them shoot threes and I'm going to do everything I can to not let KP and Luca dominate us. And they, they managed to get to Luca. They didn't get to KP. So yeah, I let those guys shoot like every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, this was always kind of the the game plan. And and in the regular season, a lot of the time, these guys had shots and again, you know, I'm, I'm not taking too much away from the game other than the Clippers did the thing that they were supposed to do. And the Mavericks kind of, you know, hurt themselves just enough to where it, it ends up being a little bit of a frustrating loss. I mean, the game was not an eight point game. The Mavericks kind of kept putting the pressure on things, but you know, the Mavericks have to find a few answers defensively. They gave up, you know, in the second and third quarters, they gave up almost 80 points. Um, yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't do that guys. Like it's, it's just not a thing. Um, I do want to circle back around at the ankle. Uh, there's some interesting quotes kind of coming out. We'll probably hear more about it later. Which ankle was it? I thought it was the left. right ankle. Okay. Nope, it was the left. It was left. What am I? I'm looking at the right ankle. Oh no, this must've been from, sorry. Somebody posted something from earlier. He he's heard him. <laughs> he's heard himself. It's interesting. He's apparently hurt himself using in the same pair of Jordans. Like that's been a thing where he's he uh, where oh. he hurt his right ankle earlier this year. That's pretty interesting. Um, it is the left ankle, which is that's his plant ankle for a lot of his uh, hesitation stuff. So we'll see. I mean, it, hopefully he'll be good enough to play. I'm I, I suspect he will just because he's that kind of guy. And honestly, it's not like speeds this game, anyways. Uh, everybody's saying we'll know more tomorrow. I will say like, I just, are you going to do it? Yes. Do not (laughs) be, do not be the Twitter doctor. It's so easy to just not say anything about it. It's so easy because I can promise you that the people involved in the situation know more than you do. I can just promise that is all I'm going to say. We had a lot of Twitter doctors out there, including (laughs) some of our friends, including some of our colleagues on the site who we argued with. It's, it is what it is. I, I have, I have done stuff to my body. I am not a professional athlete, but sometimes as a person, you want to get out and just see how it feels and I was shocked he came back in personally. I was, I mean, yeah, that well, thing I, was I funky. Was, yeah, I thought it was going to be bad enough to where he couldn't, like, they had no, like, no choice. Like, he wasn't, I didn't think he was going to be able to put enough pressure on it to, to jog back out onto the floor. So when I saw him, like, walking and, like, when he put pressure on it and he got back on the floor and he was running, that's when I was like, okay, it's not, obviously, it's not good, but it is not the, high ankle sprain Gordon Hayward out four weeks going to be on crutches. Like I, I, I felt a little bit better. It must, cause ankles are ankles are so weird because all ankle sprains look terrible. Yes. And the, it's a grab bag in terms of what the actual severity of it is. So, so this is just a stupid story to show how clumsy I am. I got out of a workout the other day and I went to Seven Eleven because I was going to bring my wife something home. She asked me and I wasn't looking when I got out of the car and I stepped in a pothole and sprained my ankle um, <laughs> just like immediately. And like I fell over like that. It was that. Oh, it, no. It was one of those. Like I was just so because sometimes, you know, you're like walking. And just, you can catch yourself. I was just so unprepared. I fell on the ground. <laughs> and it's it's you know ankles are just finicky finicky fickle things i mean i remember dirk having problems with his all the time seth curry did too this is 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 just going to be something i think 
with the way Luca plays, which is this kind of floor bound hitch stop start type stuff. He's going to have to figure out a way to strengthen these tendons in a way that will prevent this, or at least protect himself a little bit from this, because this is, this is the third or fourth ankle sprain in a way that affected his game. And that stinks because he relies on it a lot. And so, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think he'll figure it out. Cause remember that was Dirk early in his career. And when Dirk got real serious about treating his body, uh, that kind of just went away. <laughs> so I, I think, I think, I think he'll get a, I think that'll be something he solves with just time and maturity in the league yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. I'm not, not too worried, but man, it is a it is a bummer. Like I'm just looking over this box score again, and it's like if they just got game one, game two, Luca. It's just so crazy to think how close they are to being up three nothing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, that's not a crazy, it's not a crazy thing to say. I don't think so. No, and that says and- a lot about the team still. Like as much as we're disappointed with the role players kind of acting up tonight and you know the shots that they didn't make and and all that stuff like they're they're showing me a lot uh i don't know how much that matters how much that means but they're they're showing me a lot so the last thing i think we should finish on is that in the sense that i liked the intent of how feisty the mavericks were to start the game yep uh, the, the Clippers, as the better team should do, broke their spirit to a certain extent <laughs> by just beating the crap out of them uh, and by continuously pushing them down. But the Mavericks did not give up. Uh, no. I think that is is something to, to be, you know, like the Nuggets today. I don't know if anybody watched that Nuggets game. The Nuggets gave up. It was a horrifying loss. If I was a Nuggets fan, I would be inconsolable. But the yep. Mavericks came out tonight and took the Clippers' best punches for a pretty good portion of the game and hung around tight. I like it that Luca's getting feisty with these guys. I was a little disappointed that he seemed, you know, sort of shook from the free throw line, but I don't want to play head doctor or body doctor in the sense of who knows why some of those things were happening. I like that KP was getting into it with Marcus Morris. They need to be a little more mean. And yeah. and it was fun. That part I, I really I, I got a kick out of, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do on Sunday. Because look, guys, we still have at least two more games to play. Yeah. It's so. gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh I think when we all wanted this team to get like this is what we wanted. We wanted that playoff experience. We wanted to see them in the muck, uh, mixing it up, seeing what it's like to play against teams that are giving you their best shot uh almost just about every possession which a lot of these guys on this roster, you know, aside from Luca in his European playoff games, they don't, they don't really know, you know? So uh, cr- like the fact that Kristaps is playing the way he's playing and he, this is his first go around with NBA playoff basketball is tremendous. Like he's, he's elevated to the moment in a way that, you know, we all probably might've had a, a question or two about how he would respond. And he's responded He's responded so well, uh, and that's been great. And like you said, yeah, that Denver game, oh, man. Like, And the Mavericks had enough crappy things go their way uh, or not go their way in this game that really I don't think any of us would have been shocked if this was like a 130 to 91 or 130 to 102 loss. We would have been like, 
well, Luca got hurt. Uh, they couldn't recover. Yada yada. Clippers played like the best team, better team, but they, they didn't. And and I, I don't know. That's just I can't get too down about it because at least we know a Rick Carlisle coach team is they're gonna they're gonna give it they're gonna give it what they can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in that in that sense, I still had a, a pretty good time despite how frustrating parts of it was. But uh, hey, yeah. You know, we'll see what we'll see how things go. Um, and I'm sorry for ruining it with my tweet earlier today. I totally ruined this game. Now nah, I finally nah, nah. got happy, Kirk, and it, hey, it bit me. We are a lot, and you know, but we still have. This has been fun. This is all yeah. supposed to be fun, and I don't feel like there's not like a gut punch sense to that loss, like there were in some of the bubble games, which is like, ah, what are you doing, guys? Like that was right. just, you know, the one team lost to the slightly better team. That's going to happen. Yep. Um. Agreed. All right. Do you have any other hot takes to fire off? Because uh, the Mavs are going to win the championship if they win this game tonight was a flaming hot take. I loved it. But can you kind of – this is kind of what I meant, though. This was going to be the hardest game they played of, of the entire season, and it was. So that's kind of – that was my logic. But no, I think I'm going to let the hot take cannon uh, cool off and see what happens in game four because Lord knows if I fire it off again, Kristaps is going to have knee soreness before game four or something crazy. Sure. So sure. I'm I'm done. I'm retiring until until game four. Super. Okay, guys, this has been Kirk and Josh with uh, Mavs Moneyball After Dark or whatever the name of our podcast is. Please like and subscribe. We've been getting a lot of listeners and stuff. We enjoy it. We want to hear feedback. Tell us what we can do better. We're trying to keep these, you know, brief when it calls for it. In this case, we've been on here, I don't know, 25 minutes. That feels about right. Uh, all right. We will see you guys probably Sunday night. <laughs>